El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa, pa, pa. En McDonald's participantes. Welcome all to DC on Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my loyal companion, Jason. Hello. All right, guys. So um, we, we, I think we just added an episode to this week. Did we not? Probably. Before we, we do yeah. that accidentally every now and then. So I think we're going to just go ahead and hear, uh, watch uh, Gotham uh, as it airs and then just do another little podcast for you guys. Yeah, sure. Reviewing the premiere. So, hey. But that's not what we're talking about this episode. This episode, we are talking about The Flash Season 2, What to Expect. Mm-hmm. And is is maybe going to be a fun one. I'm really excited about The Flash. This is my, this is the, the big episode. This is like the big series that I'm really excited for this season. Yeah. And, and um, I asked you previously, you know, what you were the most excited about, and you really didn't have to think about it. Yeah, no. There I wasn't mean, a lot of soul-searching. We left Barry racing up buildings into a gigantic singularity, mm-hmm. and we know that they're bringing in Earth 2. At least Earth 2. That, yeah, at least Earth 2. Jay Garrick is coming in. Um, oh, man. I'm just really excited about this entire thing. Oh, God, thing. yes. Like, I really want to see you know what how the timeline has, has changed now that uh, Eobard Thawn has been destroyed and... Uh, I don't know, man. I want to see how Iris is dealing with uh, with the Eddie death, and well, not so much, but you know, hopefully she'll get over <laughs> that soon. Right. Um, and we know hmm? now. Uh, yeah, it, I, I kind of hope they don't dwell on that too long, unless they're actually going to bring him back. Because they now they did mention this as far as where we've left the show. You're not going to come back, and the first scene's not going to be you know him continuing to run into the event horizon. Right. Apparently, we're going to skip a little bit ahead. Six months yeah, is what I've heard. Yeah. And uh, Barry is not working with Star Labs anymore. He has, he has gone off on his own uh, working, doing whatever, being flashy. Being quite flashy wherever he goes. And I'm sure learning a lot about himself. Yeah. He's just running around listening to George Thurgood. I run alone. <laughs> yeah. But nobody else. Right. So. The, uh, I, you know, it, and we hope that's enough time for... Uh, Whatever paradox it was that it created, uh, we, we hope that's enough time for Tom Cavanaugh, through whatever means, to make it back into the show in this timeline. Oh yeah, I mean, I I just imagine he's he's the real Harrison Wells. I'm hoping so. Now, all right, now which one would you rather have though? Do you want like the evil dual personality, whatever Eobard Thawne thing, or do you want Harrison Wells? I want both. Okay. <laughs> well, you had both first time. <laughs> I know. I I do actually just I think at this point. I really do just want proper Harrison Wells, mm-hmm. um, but maybe he's got some secrets. Maybe uh, you know he didn't die; he was supposed to die. You know they could bring in fate. Why the hell not? And maybe he was supposed to die, and because he didn't die, he truly went to some bad places himself. They could go that route. Um, sure. Yeah, it could go into the whole. You were in a um, kind of temporal limbo thing. Yeah. Because, you know, and that's the thing. In theory, Eobard uh, blinked out of existence. Well, all versions of his timeline would have. So I I think 
Harrison's wife would still be dead, or fiance. I'm not sure if they were married at the time. Uh, but I think she would still be gone because she died in the accident. Either way, is that right? Did Eobard cause that accident, though? That's the only part I'm shaky about. Did he yeah, I can't cause remember them to that. run off the road? Because so, that might answer our question. If that, we probably should have researched that. If Eobard didn't cause that wreck, and there is a wreck outside of Eobard's uh, tampering, and she's not on mm. the cast list somewhere, then that might answer our question about whether we ever get Harrison. Right. Still and, might you answer know, our question. I, I would have done research on that, but I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it, this, until is just all, now, so. this is all happening live. I don't know. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just ha- I'm excited that we, we get to keep Tom Cavanaugh. Um, In whatever capacity it is. Right. Uh, I, I actually do want to get to know the real Harrison Wells, and um, I'm super excited to see him come back. Yeah. Now, what I'm not excited about is Patty Spivett. Mm, they're going to have to sell me on it. Yeah, I am not excited. I'm not really excited about Golden Glider being around very much. It seems like she's got to be. Um, I'm not wholly excited about Melise Jow coming back as Linda Park, but we know that's happening. Mm. Um, the only and I wouldn't be I wouldn't care so much about her if it didn't seem like we were going to have some several women that Barry has to deal with throughout the season. Um, right. Because, yeah, the geek in me just really doesn't care who he's dating. Not one bit. Right. To me, is it just feels like uh, people who watched uh, How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. will understand the the feeling. It's like every person you meet who isn't named Tracy, you're like, that's not her. <laughs> right. Why are I, we dealing with this? I, I, I still think it's, I don't know. I, I think it's a little bit like my Batman problem that he's always going to choose mm-hmm. Batman over over the girl. So why are you wasting my time with this crap? Right, and we know that Skip he's to going to wind up with Iris. He's supposed to wind up with Iris. So right. what the hell do we care? Right, and it's you just, know uh, Joe approved. So now, if they do actually make Patty Spivet uh, an interesting character and and you know give her a, an agency of her own and don't let her become just another love interest for Barry like they kind of did with Linda. Right. I'm down. Like, okay, let's see where she goes. Sure. But, you know, hey, uh, the, they're, I, I don't give them a lot of credit in that department. I, I just, I sort of feel like there's, I feel like there has to be some sort of CW mandate that there has to be a stupid love triangle I, I, that I we have know. to slog really, through every season. I kind of, I, I don't disagree. It seems, it seems like it has to be in there somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Like, surely when they do, you know, Legends of Tomorrow, Hawkman and Hawk Girl are going to end up, there's going to be a, a an extra guy or an extra girl somewhere in that wheel, or a, mm-hmm. a third wheel somewhere we'll have to deal with. Like, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a pattern, I guess, at, at best, yeah. and a problem at worst. Yeah. It's the trope of tropes, man. It's Isn't just, it? Oh, God. Now, what am I just really excited about? I'm really excited about more Harrison Wells, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about more Joe. I'm really, really excited about Tony Todd as Zoom. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited they're bringing in Zoom, period. Like, any iteration of Zoom is right. A-OK on that list. Uh, Jay Garrick being played by Teddy Sears. Hell, yeah. I love that dude in Masters of Sex. He's a really good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am really excited to see Jesse Quick show up. That will be fun. And I'm really excited to see Michael Ironside come back as uh, Leonard Snart's, uh, or come in as Leonard Snart's abusive father. Yeah, that is going to be kind of fun. Uh, Snart, uh, last season, was kind of the, 
if I had to pick one character that the producers didn't know would end up being a big deal, it's mm-hmm. got to be him. Uh, but he just ended mm. up being so damned engaging when he was actually there that you you really wanted to see more more uh, more happen with him. I mean, that conversation with him and Barry uh, towards the end of last season when he kind of agrees that you're right, if he's as good as he thinks he is, he doesn't actually have to kill people. Um, right. That was front to back of just a really fucking fun conversation to have. Like, went back, watched the scene a couple times, had a great had a great evening with it. Mm-hmm. But it was a dynamic that it was fun to it was it was really good for them to have in the show. Yeah. Now, what I'm worried about here is, and I'm worried about this for Arrow too, mm-hmm. that they have basically said that the first part of this season, the first half of the season, is going to be basically a pilot episode for like a build up to Legends of Tomorrow. Right. And what worries me for both of these shows is that that is going to create a very uneven season. Like, I, I, I just, I don't want them to just be building up to, to something. Because we all know, we've all seen those episodes that just seem so weird. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they were building up a, they were trying to make a spinoff. It was mm-hmm. a backdoor pilot for another series. And mm-hmm. I don't want the first half of both of these shows to look like that. I think you're going to get reprieve uh mostly. I'm, I'm getting the feeling that they're, you know, it's not going to be nine or 13 just, straight down the gullet episodes about mm-hmm. what's coming. Um, and they're they're trying to make sure that LOT can spin off and do its own thing and be able to incorporate the rest of the universe but not, you know, interfere with it. Right. Which you kind of have to do when you're setting up this many shows, right? You have to be able to give each each show its own sandbox. Um, yeah. It's just going to be, it, it really will be an interesting, I mean, it's a tough trick to... Thread the line in and go ahead and get the plots in you want. Wrap them up at the 13th like you need to and be able to move on to another show while that's just hanging out there and not feel completely different. I mean, you mentioned that problem with Gotham. You hated that part one and part two, um, which we'll have to loosely call part one and two because there's really like five different parts with all the breaks they had to take. But yes, roughly the first and second half just didn't feel the same at all. Um, right. And yeah, it could be a problem. Um well, well, I think they might be able to actually pull it off myself, but it could be a problem. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see Adam Smasher uh, showing mm-hmm. up. Oh man, I'm just I'm I'm actually a little giddy about the Flash. I don't blame you. They're they're bringing in uh, they're bringing in fun super powered characters to play with. They sure and are. And this was the show that that started with a super powered character. I don't have to feel grounded at all. <laughs> In fact, right. if it's just him running around beating up muggers all day, we're getting bored real quick, right? Um, it has to be yeah. metahumans. And, hey, we're going to have a, a bunch of fun ones this year. Um, aside from the love triangle part, you know, we're getting, even the characters we've gotten used to, you know, Caitlin and uh, Cisco are purportedly about, about, both about to run into their metahuman personalities. Um, or their metahuman counterparts. Right. That's the other question. Where do all <laughs> these pieces come from? We know we're all going to be on the same checkers board here, but mm-hmm. we don't know where all the pieces come from. Now, just pure speculation, uh, would my guess is uh, Vibe is simply Vibe. I think he's pan-dimensional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause he is the, he's the one who could, you know, as, as yeah, well as put it, could see the you know, vibrations. So, yeah, I think he might end up being organic to this universe. Caitlin, complete mm-hmm. coin toss, man. I mean, yeah. you, are you I, leaning one way or the other? Um, I think that 
knowing how the narrative structure generally plays out on on shows like this and well this show we've had one season to look mm-hmm. i think that in the during the course of cisco's journey becoming vibe sure he will see an alternate reality where caitlin is killer frost and then we'll decide not to tell her about it for an extended period of time that could be fun Hopefully yeah, that, she won't become that. There's definitely a lot and of precedent. Probably will. Yeah, he'll try to try to keep her from becoming. I mean, come on, she's yeah. called Killer Frost. That can't be good. <laughs> yeah. So Usually, when I, killers I think, the first part of your name. Now, alternatively, yeah. uh, it could be that she has an Earth Two counterpart that kind of uh, tries to influence Earth One because she knows who Cisco turns into and is trying to get him on her side first. So she could be the, un- right. the one that ends up influencing his uh, development. Right now, you know, speaking of the multiverse, they've all they've hinted at uh, that uh, you know, Barry's parents might be alive in the other in Earth Two. Right, um, I, and you know that I little know. clip from the finale of him mom. in jail. His mom, um, yeah, yeah, his mom, yeah. Um, that little clip of him in jail in the finale. Lots yeah. of theories about it, and the the one everyone thinks it's probably going to be, and you know, I think too, is there's. Uh, comic book precedent of Barry getting someone killed accidentally while he's trying to stop them and end up in facing charges, right? Uh, yeah. It pretty much manslaughter, like involuntary manslaughter even in his case. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, I, the more I've thought about that, just that cold, determined, kind of resentful look in his eyes, that little bitty second, I mm-hmm. some part of me kind of thinks it really might be that he was, that he figured out who killed his mom and he ended that dude. And took yeah. the consequences because fuck that guy. Yeah. How much, well, do you think there's a possibility that um, in the alternate reality, do you think that Wally West might be coming from the alternate reality and let's say Patty Spivet and Barry get into a relationship? Mm-hmm. They seem to be doing well. And here comes this Wally West kid and calls Barry Uncle Barry. <laughs> It's possible. And of course, this now, causes, they, the, this causes the producers, problems. The producers promised us, and by promised, I mean said that he would his that his origin would kind of surprise us. That it would be a little different, uh, something we weren't quite going to expect. Right. Which I've I've been confused by because in the last week or so, I've started to see stuff where now they're saying that he's going to be kind of a, um, a a mentee of Barry, uh, right? Which makes yeah. it sound incredibly terrestrial, right? Right, and they've they've even likened him to uh, Colton Haynes' character um, Roy over on Arrow. How mm-hmm. he's not going to start out being Kid Flash. Yeah, he's going to be a little so, asshole. Right, um, which is fine. I mean, we'll we'll walk that road. Not because I mean, come on, how many Jay, Jason talk about, Todd of talk the, about overused <laughs> tropes? The little asshole that you have to reform. Yeah, that one can catch up on you. Um, that one sidles up next to you, all quiet, like. <laughs> But it, the only part of it that I'd be willing to, uh, perfectly happy to put up with that convention is, I it'll be a great opportunity for Barry to grow to really mature, because it you know it is a truth about humans in general. You know, until you have someone that completely relies on you, you don't necessarily know who you really are. So right. looking at that, that I could deal with. That I could be fine with. Okay, all, all day, just because it's going to give us a chance to see him mature. But mm-hmm. hearing that news, which was what like recent, like this week, they started kind of mixing that in mm-hmm. i i don't know what about wally's going to surprise me that much maybe it's a combination maybe it's exactly what i said and what you said maybe it is he meets him it's a very terrestrial kind of relationship very um i don't know 
mentor, big brother, big sister kind of thing. And and then suddenly there's a twist a few episodes in where he, he says, you know, I've known you before. You're my uncle. Right. Could be that. Or maybe, you know, um, crazy theory here. <laughs> maybe uh, Joe's wife didn't die or leave or whatever happened mm-hmm. in the in Earth 2, and maybe he's Joe's son and technically Iris's brother. Well, that'd be fun. That'd be that, weird, wouldn't it? That could work. Right? Um, I mean, he's going to have the name West, so they're going to have to play with that. They're going to have to explain that uh, yep. somehow. From what, from what I know, um, or maybe that happened and he is, um, maybe, yeah, maybe um, Joe's wife or whatever didn't die. And they had another kid who grew up and had a kid, and yeah, yeah, entirely possible. Um, I'm, 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 I'm almost entirely certain that Wally is from Earth Two. He could really easily be, and he actually could be. Like, look at the kid. Just take a look at this key, key in Lonsdale. I feel more. I'm just going to say Mr. Lonsdale because I'm not even going to try his first name. Um, take a look at the kid, though. He could be Barry and Iris's kid. Oh my God! Just yeah, just the pure casting of it. He actually could pull that role off. Yeah, he could. Um, I got. I don't know what Earth. Don't know what Earth it would be. You got plenty to choose from. Yeah. Where do you think all the Earths end? Do you think we get to see a Monitor eventually? Uh, um, if we did, it wouldn't be this season. I don't. I wouldn't think. But um, season four, I say, if it's going to be anywhere. Well, I really, I sincerely hope that this multiverse thing isn't just going to end. Uh, season two like they're not going to wrap that up in season two i'm hoping right you don't want I it to be see uh, more and more and more and more somebody like wells comes back and puts an irrevocable uh, and permanent seal on the other universe at the end of the season mm-hmm. yeah oh you know what i want mm-hmm. and i hadn't even considered it until recently but until just now but mm-hmm. what if the big arrow flash crossover is it's like tommy arrow it's tommy. from earth two no, no, no! It's Arrow from Earth Two. Uh huh. So, oh, and he's got like he's got the goatee. <laughs> he's a wisecracking <laughs> bastard. Uh, That'd be a lot of fun. He's got the he's got the goatee, and he's like uh he just left a, a role as the uh, the speaker at the DNC. Yeah, yeah. You're just just gonna you might as well rotoscope him. I mean, he's just gonna walk right out of the comic book for you. Yeah, yeah. That would that'd be fun, man. It would make you happy. So. Speaking of things that would make me happy, mm-hmm. what do you like? We we are currently trying to get through, um, and I I do mean trying to get through the '90s Flash series. What do you think are the chances of them making that actually somewhat a part of the multiverse on the Flash? I mean, we're going to rule out that they already have, right? Because well, they sort of already have. I mean, they showed a clip from the show inside the show as though it was canon. And yeah, used the same character. I mean, it it kind of is, but they only showed that one bit. They only showed just just the trickster. Like, they showed the trickster, and well, they showed the trickster, and they said that the the police finally caught him. It no mention of the Flash. Um, there is no well, Flash in that timeline. As you're watching the '90s Flash, they go over and over and over the point that Barry is a police officer. Mm-hmm. Like it wraps like three or four episodes at least so far have been. The major lesson is that he is a police officer after all. All right. But, and maybe his you know. dad does love him. <laughs> Look, this, there, this, but, this podcast uh, is an honest pleasure to do. Yeah. This is the first time it's felt like work. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've had to make a deliberate, like, forceful effort to do something. 
I would agree. <laughs> it's... So, but no, like when you look back at that episode, like there's no mention of the Flash. We know that there was not a no, Barry they... Allen running around in the in the 90s in our Flash universe. However, right. they don't mention. Um, oh yeah, there was a previous Flash. There's nothing. And we're but about it. it's Barry Allen. Like the the flashes that were before Barry Allen were you know JSA style, and they've been written out of this series for the most part. Right. At least this, but, this particular timeline in the series. But Officer Bellows in the original Flash series is now Mayor Bellows. <laughs> right. Amanda Pays is Tina McGee, and she runs a you know science lab opposite Star Labs, and has problems and apparently a history with Harrison Wells. So of course. There, I'm just waiting for, for Julio to show up at this point. Yeah, I know. He's not doing anything. He hasn't done anything since Becker. I know. It's kind of sad. I like that guy. I did, too. I even liked him as Julio. Uh, anyway, we'll get into the Flash 90 series at some point in more detail and um, hopefully torture everyone else as much as we felt tortured. But <laughs> for now, well, what I can say for sure is uh 4%. I say 4% chance that it gets incorporated whole hog into the actual show. But that's not as low as it sounds. Go back a year and a half and there was a 0% chance you were ever going to get right. another spin-off series. Go back 3 years, there was a 0% chance you were ever going to get another show from the Arrow. Mhm. Now, 4% I I, high. I I think at this point I would say at least a 40% chance. At least a 40% chance that they will rope in the original Flash series with the current Flash series to the point where it was all canon. Now, when you say... I, I say the, the the litmus test for it is, was John Wesley Shipp's face at some point the face of the Flash? That's where I would call it wholly incorporated. Mm-hmm. See, I don't... I. Yeah. It still yeah. wouldn't surprise... Like, the, the... Barry's father in this show, and, you know, the current Flash series... Um, it is so he's he's so damn humble and and giving, but he's also cagey as all hell. Don't mm-hmm. don't be fooled by those those soulful eyes. That man's cagey. You, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he had an entire like twenty year run as the Flash, retired the retired the lifestyle completely at some point, and for whatever reasons now that would be contrived to make it work, Walt refuses to tell Barry, even though he kind of really does know that Barry's the Flash. He really does. Oh, yeah, he definitely knows. I don't think they actually said it out loud, but they had one of those conversations where it's very clear. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's clear that he, he, he totally knows. And well, he's I'm damn actually, proud, does, too. Doesn't he know anyway, like, for, for realsies? Like, didn't they bring him into Star Labs? Did they? Ah, oh, crap. Is there a I'm whole, sure like, they did. Is there a whole, like, part of an episode we forgot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they actually brought him into Star Labs, and he was the, and, you know, the costume was there, and then Barry runs out. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he knows, for sure. But I think he knew anyway because I think he was the Flash first <laughs> in a separate universe. Like I think that's what they're playing up to. I really do. Like, right. And if they don't do that, is a and it's an incredibly missed opportunity. Like it's it would be sad if they didn't do it at this point. Well, they've already played. They've already played with it, and it won't surprise me one bit if it, there's just a it, it, just like in the um, in the finale when they had those little little snippets, the vignettes. Um, if there's one and it's just Wesley Shipp and a, a still pulled from the show, won't surprise me one bit. Oh God, I just had a I just had an idea. Run it. Earth Two is the Earth from the Flash, the original Flash series in the '90s. Sure. Could Jay do. Garrick, Jay Garrick is the son of uh, the original Flash 
in that universe, his father disappeared during the crisis, which would have to be, <laughs> which would have to be a fixed point in time. Yes, it would. <clears throat> so his dad disappears during the, the, the crisis of that reality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, he had a son, and of course, he named him after his big brother, Jay. Of course, he did. Of course, he did. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't too why far is off. Jay, yeah, work. Why, is Jay, why is Jay Garrick so broken? No, you pulled on. This, oh. Now, this would, that, that would mean that the crisis happened, uh, by your version, somewhere in the 90s? Somewhere in the mid nineties. Oh, I'm, I mean, well, yeah. like that Flash series, it, I think it aired in nineteen ninety. I want to say, or uh, yeah, it was like ninety three, ninety one, nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Um. So by mid nineties, we would have crisis, crisis, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. So then, um, what's his name? It's not Jim Jaspers. All right, the guy from Constantine, the um, the guy that owned the house oh. that Constantine's using. J- Jasper. Is it Jasper? Okay. Yeah. Um, just Jasper. So Jasper was part of. <laughs> of, of part of what all helped fix the crisis back in the mid nineties. That's how the mm-hmm. Medusa mask ends up in his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the fallout of all that was Hayden uh, Hayden's downfall, and that's how he ends up with the Medusa mask. Gets gets Constantine back involved in this universe. Mm-hmm. We can't have any scenario where that's not true. And then <laughs> y- you just keep the ball rolling, and we get eventually to my yeah. dream, my personal dream, which is, and I'll stick with my previous say. Season four, you finally get monitors in the extra universes. Um, mm-hmm. You get a very specific anti-monitor. And somewhere at the end of season four, we finally pull in, you know, CBS's Supergirl and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, close the book on that. <laughs> Go ahead and... Well, you know... That'd be kind of weird, though. I, have, it'd be fascinating to, like, let your let your character that aired on CBS die on a show on CW. Yeah. It'd be a fascinating experiment, though. It really would. Yeah. Now, my theory, or my hope, or my idea, whatever, really falls apart when you get to the point where, like, Jake, yeah, uh, where you get to, sorry, Barry Allen goes over to Earth One and sleeps with his own mother. Well, there's going to be flaws. Or his alternate universe mother, whatever. There's going to be flaws here. Yeah. I guess we'll have Ooh. to abandon it there. Ooh. Oh, no. What if... He goes over, like, in coming to Earth 1, he accidentally, or he comes in and he finds out that uh, uh, maybe maybe an, uh, his version of Eobard Thawne went back to the Earth 1 and killed both of Barry's parents. <laughs> so he and, I don't know, the Iris or Jesse Quick or something of that universe just mm-hmm. become Nora and Henry Allen. Well, that's not too bad. I don't that's know, really, man. That's really not too bad. This is all off the top of my head. I don't know. I'm just having fun now. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So. You know, and. and uh, okay. Now, we we could the, try to speculate. And I, uh, we could have a lot of fun with it. But we should probably actually just stick to the characters we have for a moment. Yeah. Like, the point of this. Like, well, that's what's so difficult about this show in particular. Like, most television shows, I can pretty much guess what the season arc is going to be. Right. With The Flash, they. they they pulled the rug out from under me last season. Like Harrison Wells, I kind of figured he was going to be a bad guy, bad guy, and then he was. But like, sure. they played with the mythology enough that I wasn't quite sure who he was going to be. And I, I mean, I assumed he was going to be some version of the Reverse Flash, and then he was. Right. And um, 
But they could, like, with bringing in multiverses, they could literally do anything they want at this point. Like, the one anchor for this show is Arrow. Because you, you can't t- change the timeline too much without it affecting Arrow. Yeah, and he's actually kind of nice to have around for something this uh, potentially crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flash could easily become Sliders 2.0. Easy. Easy. Um, and, you know, no one wants that. Just no one ever in any capacity wants that. Well, unless Jerry O'Connell and... Not even Jerry. John, Unless Jerry O'Connell and uh, John Rise davies shows up and I, I don't we actually get him. a proper e- ending to the sliders through the Flash. <laughs> I'm not willing to put the Flash through that. Yeah, it probably wouldn't not. be a good call. I would rather, but, you know, properly end Quantum Leap if we're going to do something like that. Yeah. I, 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 well, all right. So I think we need to write a TV movie, man. Well, I know. No, the and there, there has to be a moment. Let's, let's uh, taking it out of speculatory grounds, there has to be a moment where we personally right. realize that this show, the one we're doing now, has gone too far. We're talking about Quantum Leap now. Right. I know. So, um... Dr. Sam Beckett has to return home. He just has to. I understand. And for that matter, so does Darian Lambert of Time Tracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave. No. No. Maybe we can go back in time and finish up Barry's ancestor's story. His ancestor, Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> and <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna trip up though. At some point you're gonna you're gonna fuck up and you're gonna include a show you shouldn't and you're going to say an elsewhere this shit. You know where mm. this ends. Mm-hmm. And it won't be nearly as hard as you'd hope. Oh man. No, no, not for not for people like me. Now, um, all right, how about this? Something something more, uh, you know, to the point of what the hell we were trying to do here. Uh, Ronnie <laughs> Raymond. Oh, that bastard's going to die, man. You say that bastard's going to die? Yeah, that, there's precedent for there it is. in the comics. There's plenty of um, precedent. He, he does sacrifice himself. Uh, I believe it was, I think it was, I want to say it was in, uh, what was it? Uh, it was one of the Crisis comics, one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the early aughts, I believe, right before they introduced Jason Rush. Um, I, I have every belief that Ronnie Raymond will kill himself or, or sacrifice himself, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, in this series, we uh, we know that uh, Professor Stein is going to be merging with someone else in Legends of Tomorrow. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that the death of Ronnie Raymond, well, something has to, something has to trigger Caitlin into becoming uh, Killer Frost, for one thing, and just becoming terrible and I, i'm assuming that the barry is going to be at least partially responsible for it um so what do you say episode episode 13 yeah it's robbie be rave the, sacrifice be, caitlin yeah doesn't cope well freezes the shit out of some stuff i am gonna guess that ronnie's demise will be earlier and then we'll see her become or it might even become it might even happen just before the mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, Caitlin will be on a, on a downward spiral because her, she'll, she'll be Killer Frost by the end of the season, I would say. Now, there, but, I, I don't know if they're sure about that because the news has been so scattered on it. And w- even when, uh, when uh, Pennebaker is, is talking about it, it's all very hopeful and conditional tense. Um, she doesn't seem to know exactly when she's going to get to be Caitlin. That could all be a ruse. Oh, absolutely. She could be Michael Shannon the fuck out of it. It's all just a clever attempt to trick us, man. <laughs> right. 
No, I don't think I, Greg Berlanti does not have time in his life to to be that roundabout. Yeah, he doesn't really. I don't. I'm well, not sure he sleeps anymore. I think he might be like the people keeping GlaxoSmithKline open. Like, uh, okay, open. Well, with rumors that Berlanti is about to direct Booster Gold and Blue Beetle happening, and that's getting more and more and, sure. I said seventy percent. Yeah. I'm taking it to eighty-five percent. And look, every time we see anything from from any of the executive producers, Berlanti is nowhere to be seen. It's always Mark Guggenheim, Andrew Kreisberg, Kreisberg. Wendy Miracle. Oh, yeah. It's always those cats. It's never Berlanti because Berlanti is just, he's basically Whedon at this point. I think he spends most I of mean, his time dealing uh, with the actual WBDC people. I think he spends most of his time in an office convincing other people to let him give other people stuff to do. Right. And that, he basically, he's a poor man's Whedon. I, I'm I not even willing to say poor man's Whedon. Because the shows aren't nearly I, as good as Whedon's. Because, well, let me put it this way. He actually might be better at something than Joss Whedon. It's not making a show. I'm not going that far. It's keeping might, a show on the air. But getting it greenlighted. Yeah. <laughs> he, I think he well, might everyone actually has have strengths. a better skill set for that. Yeah. Everyone has their strengths. And, you know. Maybe we yeah, anyway. just needed those really thick rim glasses and hit him in fine. Mm. That's all so, it takes. Good set of glasses. Yeah. That's, 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 it's got to be true. Hey, basic basic human thing. You throw on a pair of reading glasses, your IQ jumps 15% or 15 points just in perception. Yeah. Simple. Simple thing. Yeah. So basically, you know, it's hard to say what to expect, I think, from this show. Absolutely. Because even the, even the little dude on, uh, that dude on, on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, uh, YouTube. Um, God, what is, what is he called? Emergency Awesome. Mm-hmm. He knows like everything about all of the comics and all of the characters in the comics. And he speculates and stuff. He's, but he's a less well-paid he, Jeff Johns. He's wrong most of the time about where they're going on the flash. <laughs> well, it's built into the the process. I mean, look, the reason we take shots and try to call our shot is because if we're right, fuck yes. But we know most of the time we're going to be wrong. Yeah. Because there's just no getting around it. Like, if we weren't wrong, and and we generally aren't on Arrow, by the way. Yeah, sadly. On The Flash, so far, we have been. Well, we hey, haven't known where the show was going. Yeah, I know, but they didn't know either. Completely. Um, and when you start throwing a whole other damn universe at me, fuck. How am I supposed to do that? Yeah. Yeah. No one. I mean, on our on our wildest dreams, we would never have, like, you give me a thousand to one odds, and I would never have guessed we're going to bring in another universe. If you had asked me at, like, episode five of season one of The Flash, never would have fucking thought it. Yeah, I, I assumed that we would slowly build up to time travel over the course of like a five or seven years. Yeah, but then on like years. episode 12, he jumps into another time stream. <laughs> yeah. It really wasn't. You didn't wait on a lot. And that's something that we loved about Arrow starting out is, man, that show didn't wait on things. It moved, sir. And The Flash took up that, uh, it took that baton and ran with it. It it moved. Season one of The Flash yeah. went places and it went there quickly. Now bringing that up. How worried are you about the sophomore slump? The sophomore slump, I'm... Mm, well, I understand that our opinion of, say, Arrow Season 2 is not the same as most. Like Most people think Season 1 was kind of hard to get through. Season 2 really upped the ante, and Season 3 dropped the ball. For me... I describe I, it entirely I, differently. Yeah. I exactly the opposite. Like I love season one, hated season two, and season three was okay, but it was getting there again. A turn like, a turn in the right direction. Yeah. My hope returned. Right. So 
hey, we can't all agree. I mean, look, there, for instance, um, I'm still baffled by the concept that there are people that watch The Flash who have never watched and refuse to watch The Arrow and vice versa. Right. That's it, that's confusing to me. It baffles me. Look, man, to each their own. Um, honestly, if you're listening to this, I don't give a damn how you got here. Fucking listen. I'm good. But <laughs> I can't do that as myself. I can't do that. I don't know what what flaw it is, but if it's connected, we're watching the 90s Flash series because there was half a second of footage in a show that we were paying attention to at the time. Yeah. Well, now we're suffering through we, 23 episodes of, of some really just, just, it's just, it's bad, folks. It's bad. In many ways, yeah, it is. But, um, yeah. I just, I, I, don't, I don't have it in my person, though, to not do it. I, I really don't. To, to answer your question, I am somewhat concerned that season two of The Flash will become cluttered, mm-hmm. convoluted. Um, I'm concerned that it'll start to become more like Gotham. In that See? sense, because I feel like Gotham is very cluttered um, and well, is getting more so. You feel like, like it is already kind of cluttered, and then they said, "Yes, here's all these villains." Right, and with each different character, you have a different tone of the show, and I'm worried about the Flash season two uh, falling into that category. I mean, we're not going to have just two, uh, like a, a number of characters coming in. We're having two separate universes at the very least. Right. So I'm I'm somewhat concerned about that. Now, I'm a sci-fi geek. Uh, this is not my first rodeo. Mm-hmm. I, I have been reading DC Comics since I was but a wee lad. <laughs> and I, I pretty much understood what was happening. I mean, I'm no Jeff Johns, but... <laughs> but how many can be? I, well, I mean, you know. Now, I mean, sure, if you paid me, I could sit down and figure out a way to make crisis work and without making 15 other crises. crises God, to have forever. that job. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, man, I, I do, I do, I, I worry about uh, season two of the Flash, a little bit, but I think my excitement far outweighs my worry at this point on this particular show. I'd call that completely fair. Um, I mean, the things that worry me are, and I think I said this about the Gotham preview, um, or our Gotham like preview show as well. It, it, the thing that worries me the most is the romance angle of these shows taking over. Um, yeah. And, you know, once I start saying that a few times, it starts making me wonder um, just how terrible a person I am. But fuck it. I, I, I'm I, really not interested in the, the romantic triangles. I don't give a damn. It, when, it's, when it's good for the story, it's good for the story, and that's great. But most of the time it's not. We all know that. Most of the time it's just a thing that's happening, and, and it's a thing that's happening between scenes where you want to see somebody punch somebody else. Well, I understand. I understand the 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 reaction, like the knee jerk reaction to have to have that. I mean, you go on Tumblr, and Tumblr is getting bigger and bigger every day. So you go on Tumblr, you 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 type in the Flash, and you've got so many ships, like so many people, like oh look, it's, I mean, he doesn't deserve. He doesn't like Iris doesn't deserve him. He needs to be with Caitlin. So they have like Barry and Caitlin ships, and. They're Barry and Cisco ships and Barry and, I mean, it, God, like peop, there are people out there who are completely obsessed with the romantic aspects of the show and couldn't care less about anything else. It's a little bit of you got to have it all. I understand. I do. Um, look, if I was writing a show for network television, had this whole great superhero situation planned, um, I, I'm most of the way most of the way through the the pilot process or, or you know pre-production pilot process and finally one of the 
executive just tells me, man, that you gotta have you gotta have some romantic something in the show. Honest, my honest god reaction would be like a giant sigh, and you know, okay, I'll get on that, and I would know that I should have seen that coming, or I knew it was coming. I I understand it has to be there. It um. No, importantly though, I, the I don't think your problem is with the romantic aspects of the show. I think your problem is when it's not done particularly well. CW or when it's dragged ship. when it's dragged into a will they won't they situation for long periods of time. Mm, um, that one when you, you really one. yeah when you really look at it like look at something like Buffy those those romantic relationships were intriguing mostly. Like, See even Buffy got into the will they won't they for too long. Sure. Even I Buffy. Mean, but they did something they did interesting things with it. Like it was, you know, Buffy falling in love with a with a vampire and then they they're together, he's a good vampire, and then he turns evil because he was happy for, you know a quarter of a, a fucking a, second or something. A quarter of a second, yeah. <laughs> then you have, you know, but then, you know, the the love triangle aspect of that show also grew the spike character so much. Like I mean, and they did so many fun things with it. Like no, and uh, actually, Harmony see, trying Spike to figure is out a good why example Spike. of how they used the romantic angle, and even a even a third will romantic angle used it to grow a character. Right, that's hard to do, and it's rarely done well. Um, and, and so comedically, yeah, and so heart wrenchingly, they hit all of those. They hit all of those emotional strides. They hit the point. I mean, geez, man, even look at Firefly. Like, who didn't want Anara and Mal to wind up together? Right. Who didn't want the doctor and Kaylee to get together? I mean, <laughs> I know, I know. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like those guys knew how to like those cats, like Whedon, Tim Maneer, all those cats know how to write uh, and 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 pace out a romantic relationship and how those romances and relationships might grow a character into something more than what we saw in the first episode. CW right, right. so far is not doing that. They're, they haven't done that really for Arrow. Like Arrow, like Oliver running off with Felicity is probably the closest thing we've gotten so far. To a genuine I would earned payoff to uh, to an emotional subplot. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, now look, a completely different subject, but you reminded me of it. The small role that Miranda Bakarin has in this show. You think we're going to see more? Of what show? In The Flash. Remember, she's the voice of the computer in Wells' oh, little tiny lab. No, I forgot about that. I was just thinking, did Jason forget that we weren't talking about Gotham? No, I, I, I was, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just assume I was talking about Firefly and completely had fucked off on every other damn thing in my life. Right. No, because um, we do that. Yeah, I know. But yeah, um, man, I would, I would love to see more of that then. Yeah. I mean, mostly like that, like that little that room with the. They never said it was a mother box, but it, it will. It, 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 well, it kind of feels a lot like a mother box, right? It can't be a mother box because um, Barry created Gideon. It's not New God's technology. That's actually true. Yeah, it technically can't be New God's technology. But yeah, this is something Barry created. Now, importantly, is Barry going to. It, first, is that room even there now that Eobard Thawne never existed? And two, is Barry going to create her this season? Good question, and good question. Uh, without Eobard, does the computer get there? All right, now, in every timeline, it would seem like Barry could have created that computer no matter how you do it. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the case that Barry created this computer because of Eobard. He could have just created it because he thought it was a great computer. Anyway, and mm-hmm. then Eobard hijacks the technology and comes back with it. Great. 
Right. Well, so it doesn't mean we have to get rid of, uh, you know, that really cool computer. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, the room itself might not be there. You're right. I'd be a little disappointed. Um, I guess not well, because like, the storyline for that room is kind of said and done. I just want to know uh, how and why, what circumstances Barry creates a supercomputer like that. Because damn, boy. And um, two, that computer very briefly mentioned founding member of the... I think that's all she actually said about it. Founding member of the... Yep. So I I, 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 I do... I, yeah, I want to see them go into that room to see if it's still there and it's not there. I want to see, like, hopefully this show will start doing flashbacks to the six months, the six-month interim. I actually, um, I want to say, I'll at least say this. I will 100% bet that we get that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, probably parts of it during the premiere because it's, it's bad. Usually it's bad it's considered bad writing to have something like that going on and not pay it off. I mean, if this mm-hmm. was a commercial break, <laughs> they would eat you alive. Um, there's an event horizon right above Central City. You can't just fast forward six months and never never tell me about it. I think we have deliberate and specific scenes about that, uh, how that wraps up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's in the first episode, too. But I don't think they open with it. Yeah, no. No chance you'd be able to, like, splice the two together and it would work as one scene. That being said, do you think we see a Hawk Girl again through that scene, even when they do flashbacks? Um, maybe, but I'm I'm fairly certain they're going to bring in. Uh, from what I've understood, they're going to bring in Hawkman and Hawk Girl on um on the Flash, right? Sometime before Legends of Tomorrow. So I don't see a reason why not. No, I don't. I don't think they'll focus. Uh, like they'll wrap up the what happened with the Black Coal thing. They'll wrap up that separately. And then it wouldn't surprise me if when they bring her back, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they cut back to exactly that shot of her standing there watching. Mm. When, whenever it is she shows up, she'll probably mention, oh, yeah, I was watching as you ran into a fucking black hole. Mm-hmm. Because that seems like a conversation starter. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So um, we have anything else? Nah, no. We've said what we said. We're scared about a couple things. We're excited as all hell. And damn it, you know, asses will be in proper seats. They shall be. By the way, if all right, God. If you've ever mm-hmm. wondered if the Flash was as good as you thought it was, do you know it has a ninety-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, ninety-six, man. Take heed, Fantastic Four. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. With your paltry nine percent. Did it? Did it round up to nine finally? Good for them. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. That was the last time I even looked. Uh, oh, I was more interested in that story than I was the movie. Actually, I'll look it up right now. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, sitting at 9%. <laughs> or it will rest until the day we all mercifully forget about it. Yeah, it's sitting at 9%. Audience score, 20%. God. Blood alcohol content of that audience, 40%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All righty. So we're going to wrap up our, our flash preview um stay tuned subscribe do what you got to do give us reviews on uh itunes uh stitcher uh four four or five star ratings whatever five star ratings it is sorry and um (laughs) we are dc on screen uh because we're going to be coming back with an arrow season four what to expect Mm -hmm. episode and uh the review of gotham the the first gotham episode of the season which is airing tonight as we record so That'll be we are DC. In case we you are DC, listen to it screen. and not realized it. Come on, yeah. 
And you've we already, already got a week till the screen. flash. I'm really enjoying interrupting you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know. Uh, if you'd like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. You can find them on mcucast.com. Uh, we are at dconscreen.com. And we're a part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. By the way, happy birthday to the Giant Size Team Up Network founder, Charles McFall. It's his birthday today. Did you know that? <laughs> this has been Jason and David C. Robertson of Maladjusted.tv. We uh, do some comedy sketches and whatnot over there, so go check that out. And we will see you soon. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Why am I seeing a thing called Nightwing the series? It's not real. Ignore it. Okay. That's that's a fakeness? It's a web series that's not produced by any. It's a fan series. Don't worry about it. That sounds terrible. Episode 1, Deathstroke. How are they getting away with that? Is it parody? Is it so bad no one took it seriously? It's actually better than some of the stuff we cover. Just ignore it, man. <laughs> don't go down that hole. Just don't go down that hole. You don't want to.